on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Andy and DJ Cruz the Internet. That was so nice. Yeah. That was very nice. Very. We're going to keep it calm today, right? <laughs> I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> I might get wild today, man. I don't you know. Might go wild. There's a lot to talk about. Just saying. Well, this is CTI. And CTI does stand for Cruise the Internet. This is where we put topics on the screen. We talk about and speculate on what we think is true and what we think is not true. And then we uh, talk about how we, the people, are the solution to these problems. And that's becoming more and more important. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, other times you tune in, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just 5 to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. That's what you heard yesterday. If you didn't listen yesterday, go back and listen. Sometimes we have Q&AF. That's where you submit questions and I give you the answers. Uh, you could submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you can go on YouTube under the Q&AF episodes. It says what episode it is right there in the lower left-hand corner. And uh, drop your question in the comments. We'll pick some from there as well. Sometimes we have a full-length episode, which is uh, typical of what most podcasts are. And then other times we have 75 hard verses. 75 hard verses where people who have completed the 75 hard program, which is the world's most popular mental recalibration program, uh, come on the show. They talk about what their life was before. They talk about how it is now. And they talk about how you could change uh, your dumpster fire into a uh, pleasant experience. Okay, 75 Hard is the initial phase of the Live Hard program, which you can get for free at episode 208 on the audio feed only. Go to episode 208 and get the program for free, or you can go to my website and uh, buy this book. There's a book on there called The Book on Mental Toughness, and it will explain this program in detail, plus a whole bunch of other things in terms of mental toughness and why we need it and how to use it and how to develop it and how to make it work for us in our lives. Now, we have this thing on the show we call The Fee. The fee is not monetary. I'm not going to ask you to buy anything unless it's first form products. You should buy first form products. Very good products. But outside of that, we ask very simply. You're going to notice that we do not run ads on the show. I'm not going to bend over for advertiser money and filter what I can and can't say, which I'm pretty sure you guys notice compared to everybody else's show. Um, so we have this little deal that we make with the audience. And it's very simple. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you pay the fee. That means if you like it, if it makes you laugh, it makes you think, if it gives you a new perspective, if it gives you some tactical information on how to be better. Um, if you think it's a perspective worth sharing, we get traffic throttled and shadow banned at every corner for obvious reasons. So we don't get the message out there unless you share it. So um, that's what we mean when we say pay the fee. And we have this little thing that we like to say here, and it goes like this. Uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. What's up, man? What's going on, man? Not much. A little special Rooney here today. We got a special Rooney. Yeah. Special Rooney because we got one of my favorite guests that we've ever had and also a good friend of mine, not Matt Graham. What's up, buddy? What's going on? How are you? Very good. Very yeah. good. It's very cold here, though. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not used to that. I'm a Florida man. Yeah, you are a Florida man. I'm a Florida man. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, <laughs> happy to be back. Happy to be back in the studio with you guys. So let's let's talk about some shit. Yeah. Oh, well, there's yeah. a lot of shit to talk about. Is there? Uh, there is a quite a bit. I know there's a, a few things that came out. There's a quite a bit, man. Listen, guys, this, like in, in real, real shit, this is going to be one of those episodes where you're really going to want to make sure you pay attention. All right? And stay with us. And uh, let's get into it. But before we get to our main headlines... Um, I thought this was worth bringing up and worth seeing. I'm not. I'm sure. I know you've seen it, Matt. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, headline reads: Watch Vivek Ramaswamy destroys Wapo reporter after she asked him to condemn white supremacy. So, during an event at which Steve King endorsed Vivek Ramaswamy, a reporter from the Washington Post asked the Republican presidential candidate, uh, who is not white, whether he would publicly denounce white supremacy. Uh, Ramaswamy refused to fall into her trap and instead delivered a master class in dealing with dishonest members of the media who desperately try and bait politicians into quote unquote gotcha moments. So here's a video and uh, let's talk about it. You didn't say that you condemn white supremacy. I'm not I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which actually fits fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. Do that and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman, doesn't make a difference, who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you, with your catechism that you try to get to politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break, to a breaking point. Shame on you. Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. <laughs> Bro, I mean, listen, it's solid. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Yeah. No, I could have. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, dude, it's like real shit, man, because like, like, they try so, but do you can do you denounce it? But do you denounce it, Andy? Do you denounce it? But do Black Lives Matter? But do they? <laughs> I feel like that's all they all they always look like this. I don't know. Well, one thing's for sure, they're always white. They're, definitely. To say that shit. First of all, let's talk about the white supremacy going on in the country. Mm -hmm. You mean like how where, white people can, how white people up until like literally like three months ago when they re uh, revoked. Um, affirmative action at the Supreme Court level could literally be denied jobs because of their race, even if they're more qualified. You mean that white supremacy? Mm. What white supremacy are we talking about? Are we talking about how it's not cool to be white? And if you say white, you get called YT on the internet and it's openly okay to discriminate against white people and say anything you want against white people. But the minute white people say anything back against the other side, they're, they're white supremacists and racists. 
how, are we talking about the white supremacy where white people can't even point out basic facts like the crime rate amongst black males in this country? We're talking about that white What are we talking about? What white supremacy are we talking about? Well, I think what you're referring to is anti-racism. I, but... I, yeah, yeah, like um, it's the language game, man. It's like, but like I said, we got here's the good news, man. Is people are over it. Bro. He's a hundred percent right, bro. These people are just working every way that they possibly can to create a look. These people are stupid. Okay, we have to like legit. Let's take a step back and let's not get sucked into the outrage because it'd be very easy for me Super to go easy. on a forty-five minute rant about how this white supremacy is the biggest fucking lie in the whole entire country, okay? And it has been my whole life. I haven't been able to say, you know, hey, why why is it okay for them to have black entertainment television, but if we had white entertainment television, people would freak the fuck out. And by the way, white people don't want white entertainment television. Like, we, there's double standards in society around race, and there has been my entire life. And there's things you can and you can't say as a white person. And if you're not white, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Nobody says shit. All right? That's not white supremacy. That's actually the opposite of white supremacy. That means that white people are the ones that are actually being censored and discriminated against based on their race. But let's let's toss that aside, because if you have an IQ over 80, which everybody in this fucking group does, uh, you know that that's obvious shit. So how fucking stupid do you have to be? Like, what level of IQ do you have to have to legit judge people based around how tan they get when the sun comes out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pretty fucking low, man. Yeah. Like, well, it's absurd shit. Well, not only that, but, like, I mean, people have to realize, too, like, you make a great point, not getting emotionally involved in it, but, like, there is a serious, like, there is a dangerous thing about this narrative that they're trying to prop up into, like, a legitimate conflict in this country that they want to happen. Of course. We can't allow that to happen. Of course. Listen, why do you think that they want black people and white people to fight like this? Because if we're fighting like this, then we don't notice all the shit they're doing. Mm -hmm. This is one of their only cards, and it's not working anymore. No. It's not working anymore. Like, these people are trying to press this out, and it doesn't work. Nobody's buying it. Dude, most black people are sick of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a little yeah. bit later, but a large majority of that. Yeah. Like, but The people that are buying it are, are unfortunately the most mobilized people. Like... They're the least intelligent, but they're also the most willing to do something about mm -hmm. it. And so what you have is a bunch of people who don't buy it, who think it's bullshit, who are willing to say things on the Internet, but they're not actually willing to do anything in real life to make sure that we don't have this perpetuating in the future. You know, so. Well, yeah. I think that's an example of real life, like in the front of the cameras, in front of the world. We're well, to come back out. Yeah, it's but, but but it's it's gonna be it's gonna take a lot more than him. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna take a lot more than one guy saying that. You know. Well, bro, you know as well as I do that white people have been have been shamed and guilted and conditioned to not even be able to talk about race at all. Oh, absolutely. Like it's yeah. not even allowed conversation until recently when people like me have just gotten fed up and said, "Fuck it." Yep. I'm going to talk about it anyway. For sure. I've seen many videos on the internet of like somebody going around interviewing with one of those little microphones in the street asking an Indian person, a black person, a Mexican person, are you proud to be Mexican? Are you proud to be Indian? Are you proud? Sure. Yeah, of course. And then they get to a white person. They're like, oh, no, no, yeah. I'm not proud to be right. white. You know, 
It's but it's because they haven't tied their whole identity to their color. No, no we dude, don't care. It's more than that. It's <laughs> it's way more than that. It's way more than that. White people in this country grow up being told that there's something wrong with being white since they're little bitty kids, and that started when I was a kid. And I'm 44. Yeah. It's way worse now. You're only allowed to shit on white people. Yes. That's it. That's the only conversation that you're allowed to have. You're not allowed to say any of the cool things that white people have done in history, yeah. just the horrible things. Yeah, like Which build part? the entire Western civilization. A thousand percent. Let's create the greatest architecture all through Europe in the history of modern humanity. Can't say that. Because right. if you say that, you know what they'll say back? Well, actually, that was black people. Mm-hmm. Or right. actually, that was women. Or actually, that was minorities from somewhere else. It was trans people. Yes, exactly. No, every single statement that is made is meant to remove any sort of uh, credit or relevancy or contribution of the white race in humanity. And that's just not true. But it's also not true that everybody else was worthless. Like, right. there's a, like, dude, you if you go to China, the Chinese people have built amazing things. If you go to the Middle East, Middle Eastern people have done amazing things. Wait, you're saying humans do cool things? Yeah, yeah, I know. No it's way. it's an absurd statement. Wait, it's humans, actually racist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm Human- offended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> humans all over the world, every race, gender, whatever. They have all done cool things, and they've also done horrible things throughout history. Yes. You can point to any race, any gender, any sexual orientation, whatever. There's been some cool people who have done some really cool things and others who have done some really horrible things. Yeah, and and yeah. good people and bad people are of any race. Like, this is basic, this is basic common sense. And we, we as Americans have to stop identifying our pride based upon what we were born you know as a white guy i was never allowed to just like you pointed out i was never allowed to say yeah i'm proud to be white but the truth is i'm not i really don't give a fuck like i don't care about being white well like, what they'll say to you is that the reason that you don't feel the pride is because you haven't been marginalized and you haven't been you know condemned or shamed for being a certain race yeah but that's so actually would- the opposite of the truth the right. truth if is, that was the case. It's okay because it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, dude. Listen, I I understand. We had a uh, Hawk Newsom on the show, and he said that he's like, "Well, everything's for you guys." No, it's not. Mm-mm. We can't even state simple facts without being called racist or getting people to cancel us. And the truth of the matter is, is that our identity as Americans should be built in what we are as a person, not what we were born. Like, how weak are you? to build your entire identity around something that you were born with. Weak. You know what I'm saying? Very weak. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if that's all you have and that's what your sense of identity and pride comes from is what race you happen to be or what your heritage is, you haven't, you failed as a human being. They have nothing going on. Correct. So, like, people that are above loser level all understand this. Like, People who are successful, people, they don't care about race. They don't talk, they don't think about these things. And they think like, what have I built? What have I done? What have I contributed? What have I accomplished? What have I created with my family? What kind of life am I living? And they build their identity around those things. But the media and the propaganda that we have, especially here in the United States, that is in line with globalist culture that comes from the head of the snake at the World Economic Forum, they put down racial division intentionally so that people won't even think about accomplishing anything. Like there's more, there's depth to this. It's not just 
fight, fight, fight so we can steal and pillage and take everything and, and have no repercussions. It's also that if we convince you that your identity and the greatest thing about you is what you were born with, then what incentive do you have to create anything good? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So there, it's a weapon, dude, that we're not fully comprehending as a society. But if you simply want to understand what the solution to the problem to all of these things are, it is unity. And Vivek does know that. And I've spoken to him. I speak to him frequently. He's telling the truth. And and the reason that you don't have a, a anybody in the government coming out and saying unity is because when unity happens, they lose their power. And so, like, dude, we have to get smarter than what these people are. And I think people are getting smarter. We're getting there. But getting smarter requires uncomfortable conversations about factual data. Well, so this is my question, right? Because obviously I listen to the show and you talk about unity a lot. What does that, in your mind, actually look like, right? Because we could all we could all sit in the same room and agree on everything, yeah. right? But what, is that, what does that mean? To me, it means us building our identity based now this show is global but i'm going to talk about america when i look at the american flag i believe in the american flag the way that it i believe it was intended to be believed in mm -hmm. um which is that is a that is a flag that represents all of us here in america no matter what culture or what race you come from before that come to this land that is rich in resources and opportunities and we work together to create an American culture, okay, which is a which is a big problem. That this is a different conversation, but a big problem with the migrant crisis right now. Those people are bringing a different culture to America, not coming here to be part of American culture. Mm -hmm. And so, when I think of American culture, I think of one of the greatest cultures that's ever existed in the human in the history of humanity, because it's not one race. Yeah. Because it has diversity, because people can come here and they can be black or they can be white or they can be Asian and they can still be American, right. you know, and that's something that people don't understand did not exist anywhere until America existed. Right. But they have to subject themselves to a certain set of values. Yes. Yeah. Like not touching little kids. Yeah. I think right. they also got to yeah. speak the truth, bro. Like you got, like you have to exercise your rights. You have to For speak sure. the truth. Yeah. Like when you, when there is somebody, whether it's online or if, like physically in your face, right, and they are spewing bullshit, and you know it's bullshit, call them out. Yes, on the bullshit. You cannot. So that when you were talking earlier, I was thinking this. You know the 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 problem and how this has gotten out of hand is because for the last ten years, smart people have been like. This person's an idiot. Nobody believes that. Yeah, like, Come let on. them say whatever they're going to say. Who fucking cares? They're a loser anyway. And we've all deferred and deflected that shit and ignored it. Too long. Too long. And it's become a thing now. Yeah. And, uh, now you know, I think. People are like, can you believe that? Well, I mean, shit, what do you expect? I get so tired of hearing that, bro. <laughs> what do you expect? I get so tired of hearing from conservative influencers. Dude. Can you believe this is happening? Yes, bro. You've been saying the same thing for four years. Now, you've run like 70 different runs of T-shirts and made a whole bunch of money. How about you start organizing your, your little tribe and some solutions? So this, is, so this is why I asked the question, right? Because I think unity, when people think of unity, I think people imagine just like everybody like agreeing that this is all crazy and whatnot. It's like, okay, well, that's cool. We can all agree. And I think, I think all the people that we would want to unify with 
apart from the progressive left, all the people that we would want to unify with, we're all kind of already on the same page. Like, yeah. like if if most if if you're not woken up to what's going on in the world by now, yeah. then you're probably not going to be. You're you're done. Right. You're yeah. probably not going to figure it out. And so, it sounds like we have the people. We have the numbers. Okay. What do we do? Well. I can't give away the plan. Well, I'm not saying to give yeah. it away, but that's just a rhetorical question, right? Yeah. It's just we like, have okay. to listen. We first thing we have to do is what we talk about here on the show all the time, and what you talk about in your content all the time, which is amazing. If you're not following Matt, you should follow him. He's not Matt Graham. I think everywhere, right? Everywhere, yeah. Okay. Some of the best content on the internet. You and I talk about the same things. the The solution to this problem outside of what it's going to take this year in terms of some other things, and I'm not talking about violence, just to clarify. But the real solution long-term is personal responsibility to live the values that you believe represent what America should be and look like. And if we don't as individuals accept the responsibility that we have as a citizen of this country to live at the highest standard possible and exercise our rights at the maximum capacity that we can, these things like rights and freedoms, these things don't exist unless we exercise them. Mm -hmm. So where we start to get America back on track is by living what we believe a real American should be every single day, not just on our Instagram, right. not just in our content, but in our life. And so that does include things like when people are doing some crazy shit, you got to say something. Mm -hmm. When people are saying crazy shit, we got to say something. These people have been given a pass for far too long because we don't want to get annoyed or frustrated with dealing with them. Uh, or we don't want to hurt their feelings. Well, they have no problem hurting your feelings. In fact, they have no problem doing a whole lot more than that. And if we want to look back at the history of where this comes from, it's rooted in Marxism. And Marxists over the history of time have been the most brutal, vicious, violent killing machine in the history of humanity. So if you think that they're going to stop and just because you leave them alone, you're completely wrong. Eventually, they're going to come and take everything from you. They're going to take your property from you. They're going to take your life from you. And this is reality. This is what the alternative is. The, the choices are stand up. Be an American, exercise your rights as an American, live the example that you can, or defer that example of America to be built by people who are of a complete different mindset. And if we're being completely honest, these are the losers of the world. These are the non-creators. These are the unfortunately unattractive people. These are the nerds. These are the, these are the unattractive people. These are the, the people who cannot get control of their own discipline in their own lives or create anything and they hate you because you're able to. And if you let them, because you're being polite, encroach on you any further, they will end up killing you, and that's what's happened in history. So it's, we, this is the time. We can either stand up and live it, or we can be conquered by people who literally couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag, and all they have done is call you names. Yep. I think if, yeah. uh, if, if you're listening to this and you are observing the craziness in the world and you acknowledge that it's crazy, that's not enough. And if you tell all your friends that it's crazy, that's not enough. And if you like, you have to actually be the antithesis of what these people want you to be. They want you to be scared. They want you to be, uh, 
demoralized. They they want you to be connected, like they like in they want you to be plugged in. They want you to to watch their news and be afraid of what they say and eat and eat their. I mean, you say it all the time. I'm basically I'm basically. No, uh, it's the same. Keep right. going. No, it's I, the same it, thing, dude. Right, it's the same. They want us sick. They want us right. fat. They want us mega consuming. their like this is a this this is not just a couple. Look, what this is is this is the very richest, most elite, powerful people in the world manipulating the unfortunate class mm -hmm. to believe that they are going to somehow live in some wealth utopia and they are going to have all the things that the people that they are jealous of and that they hate have if they support this crazy shit. And so, like, we have to understand there is no limit to what they're willing to take from us. The limit will be when we draw the line in the sand and we say no which I have no problem doing. I actually fucking enjoy it. Like one of my greatest parts of my day is every day coming in here talking shit to these fucking pussies. I can't, I fucking can't love it anymore because dude, no matter what you say about me, no matter what you say about me on the internet, you can love me, you can hate me, you can talk shit, whatever. I'm not a bitch and that's on record. And if every American had that attitude, like fuck you, that, well, I like to refer to it as the Kid Rock attitude, okay? Because like when I think of Kid Rock, I think of like, fuck you, mm. right? Like if everybody had that American attitude of like, fuck off, bro, they, we wouldn't even be here, no. right? But we make the mistake of trying to negotiate with these people and reason with these people do not want to reason with you. Nope. They do no, not want to negotiate no with you. Yeah. You have what they want that, and it's shit they can never have because they're not willing to stand up and actually take responsibility for themselves. And this is going to go on. This is what the migration crisis is about. This is class warfare. This is about the have-nots versus the haves. And they are trying to flood the country to make the point, to make the population so overwhelmingly unfortunate class and have-nots that they want to kill the elite ruling class. And if you want to, uh, and, and by the way, that's not the actual elite ruling class. That's their perceived rule. It's the guy with the BMW and the nice house down the street from you. Like that's who they want people to see the problem as. Well, they're the only threat because they they demonstrate enough ambition, enough ambition, and enough taking action that if they were to take that skill of taking action and point it in their direction, yeah. then they would be a problem. Bro, one of the cool things is if you really flip this on its side and like look at it, is that there's still people out here building amazing lives. There's still people. The American dream is on life support, and there's still people out here winning at mass scale, which is a testament to how amazing this country actually is. This country's so amazing that for the last 20 years, these people have done every single thing that they fucking can to villainize winning, create victim culture, demonize people who have ambition and want to go out and achieve things, and people are still dominating. Yep. Like, there's still people out here that are just crushing. And while it may not be you, you should take that as an indicator that the opportunity is there regardless of the noise. Yeah, and, and imagine what, it, what what that opportunity would look like if we didn't have all these issues. Right, that dude, exactly. That's the real it's the shit, it's man. the it's the cost of entry. The yeah. cost of entry to having a better life requires a hundred times the work than it would in a country where you know things aren't hyperinflated and that and oh, a yeah. single family, yeah. can, uh, a single income home can can own a home and have money left over, like. You know, the way it was 50, 60 years ago. Bro, it could be so much easier and better to have the American dream. But people people just, the system is so confusing to most people. You know, remember, most people don't know how to balance 
a bank account. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to do basic budgeting. They don't know how to like say, okay, I'm spending this much money uh, and I make this much. They don't know how to do that intentionally. You know, they're intentionally propagated with uh, consumerism, which by the way, I'm a extreme capitalist, but at the same time, there's responsible uh, ways to consume in your life. And these people don't even understand those basic skills of life. So how can you expect them to understand, um, you know, the intricacies of our system and the way it works? They can't. Can't do it. Man. Right. So we're dealing with low intelligence people who have been bred to believe they're intelligent because they survived an indoctrinated education system whose whole goal is to make little worker robots that are ignorant to the way things actually work so they can continue to manipulate the system and the people of this country over and over and over again for as long as it takes. The dumbest yeah. people think they're the smartest and the smartest people don't think they're that smart. That's correct. That's correct. It's, it's a Dunning-Kruger effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, let's keep this cruise moving, man. We got some good headlines. Man. I like Matt when he comes on the show because he makes me smarter. <laughs> DJ, you don't do that, bro. That's racism. I'll, I'll do better. That's racism. I will do better, Andy. I'll do better. Um, <laughs> guys... Remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, headlines, videos, articles, links, go to andyforseller.com. You guys can find them linked there. Uh, with that being said, let's get You don't make me funnier either. Well, I mean, bro, I'm working on myself here. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah. to, you know. I got it. Somebody's got Personal it. excellence. New Year's, new me. Yeah, per, yeah personal excellence. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> got to be, what, what be selfless. Selfish selfless. to be selfless. That's true. That, that is true. I'm so. Uh, I'm still trying to. You're over there. You're in that selfish phase. I'm trying. I got it. I'm All trying, right. man. I got it. But uh, of course, we got to talk about it. We got headline number one, guys. Let's just admire these graphics. Look at that. Yeah, we'll take a couple of seconds. Yeah. Heard a guy named Steve did that. Yeah, Steve did do mm -hmm. that. Steve's amazing. That field looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The fuck out of here! <laughs> we got Epstein, man. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Epstein list comes out. Uh, this headline reads first. Cause I, we got a little shameless plug. All right, Daily Daily Mail has been doing a great job on these articles. Really? They have been doing a really, really good job on them. That, now those are the Europe guys, right? Those are European guys, okay. man. Yeah, over there in the the UK, isn't it? Getting their bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little water, bottle of water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was, the second part was good. The first part was just a little bottle of water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've been doing a great job. Let's, Listen, I got to be real. Like, yeah. I know you guys over there in England, you guys made up the language, but you suck at speaking it. <laughs> you need to get back to the basics, brother. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can do a pretty good British accent, though. What? Yeah. Okay. No, like really. Yeah. <laughs> I'll read the whole, I, I will do the entire CTR in a British accent. That is actually pretty, that's pretty solid. It's all right. Oh, you got better? No. All right. Hey, I went by default, <laughs> motherfucker. I'll stay, I'll stay in my lane. I know my strengths. Yeah, yeah. all right, right. That's right. right. Imitation of language is not my strength. I can do, Everything I can that do comes, a black accent. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that comes out of my mouth sounds like some Mexican shit. Like I do Chinese, it's Mexican. It's fucking Spanish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you can speak Spanish a little bit, right? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little fun fact about Andy. Yeah. Un poquito. Yeah. yeah. Poquito. <laughs> you know what else is poquito? 
DJ's pee pee. <laughs> DJ says he wants to fact check on that. Yeah, you fact check that. It works. I know that. Um, let's get into these headlines, man. <laughs> Epstein shit. We got to talk about it. Um, the A-list stars, politicians, and leading figures named in the Jeffrey Epstein files. Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Naomi Campbell, Leonardo DiCaprio are among famous faces in bombshell 1,000-page document. Now, there's a couple of disclaimers we got to put out. We'll put them out um, just so we're all on the same page. Um, and a couple of interesting things happened. So, so yesterday around 6 p.m. Central Time, when they tried to upload this, I guess, to the main website, Court Listener, the website crashed. There was a lot of weird things going around. But at the end of the day... I would say that, you know, out of the 170 plus names or so, you know, a lot of them were actually kind of uh, recused almost, right? Like they, they were kind of like excused from the bullshit, right? Um, but there are some that we should focus in on. We should def- definitely. What do you mean? Uh, like, you mean like, how like, you, are you talking about how the, the, the left keeps saying that Donald Trump's on the list and every single headline mm-hmm. and he's on the list where the woman is confirming that. He was not part of the fuckery? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Are, are you meaning like how there's AI photographs this morning being put out about uh, Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein with these girls on him? Like are, this one? Yeah, like that one right there. That's exactly the one I was thinking about. So yeah. this is this is the shit that people, are, this is the shit these people are doing. So instead of saying, holy shit, people that we believe on our side are down there doing all this shit and then manipulating all these things... They're making AI photos of this man so that they can say he was in on it. Mm-hmm. I saw a clip yesterday or an article headline yesterday from, um, I forgot which one of these disgusting trash news sites it was. They were like, Trump Trump supporters in a meltdown because of the Epstein list. No, actually, anybody who's been following it knows that to, the Trump connection to Epstein was he was trying to fuck underage girls in Trump's club and Trump kicked him out of the fucking club. Banned him from it. And that's yeah. how a lot of this shit started to come to light. Mm-hmm. So, you know what's fascinating to me? This is the difference between the right and the left is that if Donald Trump was involved, they'd stop supporting him. Yeah, yeah for sure, bro. But, very quickly. But the left will not. No. Well, they they're trying so- to paint the opposite picture right now, bro. That's one of the lines they're saying. So what they're saying is they're showing like this photo and a couple headlines are, are going around saying that, you know, Trump was on the list when in reality, if you read the fucking transcripts, it says, it was- did you ever see Donald? Tr- was- yes. Donald Trump's name was in the transcript. Right. In the con- context. Are you going to have, do you have the context? I got all of this. Okay. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. I don't have to tell the story. Let DJ do his job. <laughs> Yeah, so let, let's talk about some of the names that, that are on here. Um, Prince Andrew, uh, this headline reads, The Final Nail in the Coffin for Prince Andrew. Bombshell Epstein file underage orgy revelations will torpedo any hope scandal uh, hit Duke of York has of returning to royal duty, says experts. So um, part of this release, uh, the release of U.S. court documents accusing Prince Andrew of taking part in, quote, underage orgy, end quote, on Jeffrey Epstein's Caribbean island and groping the quote-unquote boobs of an alleged sex slave ends any hope he has of returning to royal duties, experts told Daily Mail online today. Pause one second. I saw an interpretation of that situation from a liberal news source that said, yes, he, Prince Andrew grabbed the boobs of an underage girl, but it was a joke. 
How right. are these people? That's what I'm saying. This? They're literally they justifying. They How they are they to. do Matt? They have to. This is the difference between like like people who have moral objectivity where they're like, this is right, this is wrong, and we don't budge on this regardless of who who's who it is. Who's, who it is. Whereas the progressive liberals think that morality is just subjective, where it's like, ah, well, you know, it's it's morality is just up to the person, you know, it's yeah, just it depends on the subject, right? You know, time, it depends it on the context and the yeah. subject in the, in the situation. No, there's no situation where participating in an underage orgy is okay. No. Or grabbing, matter. grabbing the boobs of an underage female as, it, but it's a joke. Cause it's okay. According to that. Right. I'm trying to find the article right who now. It is. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, um, but of course, you know, I mean, so like, you know, he, he had his, his titles and stuff removed by queen Victoria, um, back in 20, uh, 2019, um, you know, but they've declined to comment as this this article has come to light. You know, but we knew that. Um, David Copperfield, apparently he was performing magic tricks for Epstein victims. Hold on. CNN. The documents contain excerpts of de- depositions taken of Maxwell and Vir- Virginia Gouffray. There is also a deposition from Joanna Sojberg who in the document described Prince Andrew touching her breast in a joking manner. This is on CNN. And these are also the same people that will meet to you. For listen, listen, that- listen, listen. Schoberg's story has been public, but this is the first time her deposition has been unsealed. Now listen to this next line. This is on CNN, okay? She works sometimes for Epstein, has said that he pressured her to go Beyond her comfort level at times in giving sexualized massages, mm-hmm. like how, like this is how they're tr- they're trying to justify or Normalize. soften the truth of what's going on. This is fucking CNN. This is where most of these dumbasses get their fucking information. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's sad. Um, <clears throat> yeah, David Copperfield. Apparently, he was performing magic tricks. Hey, you know what? It was only at times. It was only right. sometimes. It was right. magic tricks, bro. These are the same people that if you make a comment at the water cooler, they'll try to send you to jail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They'll, they'll call HR for saying boobs right. in right. the office. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's but a, this is okay. Unless right. it's his boobs. This is the hypocrisy of their whole entire worldview. Like this is it falling apart? No, bro. These people are low IQ dumb fucks. Yeah. Let's. It's time to start calling them what the fuck they are. Like if you are still with this, if you are now. I'm not going to generalize liberal people because by definition, I am a liberal person. Okay. I like weed. I fucking knew it. What? I knew it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I'm a fucking liberal from 20 years ago, bro. Yeah. I'm just common sense. But the point is, is that if you, I'm not going to say Democrat, this is not Democrats. Most Democrats are fucking appalled by this shit. They're with us now. They, They should be fully. Like, that's the point. You should be fully with us on the other side now at this point, at least for this point in time. And then after this, we clean up all these predators who have infiltrated your worldview. We can go back, we can go back to this, okay? It's but, pride. It's ego. It's it's, it's they've, disgusting. They've dude. gone so far down the rabbit hole and they've probably severed so many relationships that saying you're wrong and trying to redeem yourself is is not as worth it as just doubling down and saying, yep, I believe this nonsense. Yeah. Or like Bill Clinton, you know, we thought, you know, we thought the, the, the presidential office was bad. This guy likes him younger. Likes him younger. And that's not my words. Um, Bill Clinton got brought up in there. Um, 
you know, the thing. Uh, oh, oh, hold on, guys. We're actually getting some. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me let me say this real quick. So, uh, she was deposed. Miss Schoenberg was deposed and asked if Epstein had ever talked about the former president. Um, she said, "Quote." He said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. Um, and we're getting some breaking news right now, actually. Breaking news headline. Breaking news. Breaking news headline reads, Colorado Supreme Court votes to remove Bill Clinton from Epstein client list. Oh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> is, uh, is the Colorado Supreme Court on, on his payroll? Yeah, I'll be fucked, man. No. Uh, but no, like, but but a lot of other people have been named. No, you get, you, you know, those are the guys that removed Trump from the ballot. Oh, last yeah, week. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, Tom Prisker, he's he's in there. Hyatt Hotels. Yeah, he, um, that's the brother of the Illinois governor. Mm-hmm. And there's also a connection because his the Illinois governor who's allowing these migrants to take police positions and buy arms at the mm-hmm. gun store, and also did the Safety Act, which removed a bunch of uh, crimes from being priorities. Yeah, uh, you know, rape things like that this is included in there and then her cousin just happens to uh his cousin just happens to be also on the board behind that clouding gay shit oh the cousin of the of, yeah. of governor not brother i'm sorry mm-hmm. yeah we'll, we'll get to that though in a minute um but yeah he's on there um but like we said there's somebody that was you know that is also on there but was cleared dt trump man big donnie big don 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 Juan. yeah and i think that's the important thing to don not the one yeah not yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein victim Johanna Soberg denies massaging Donald Trump and reveals how predator financier boasted of being able to call former president before trip to his casino. Court now, papers claim. I don't know if you have this in the in the transcripts, but I read them. Did you read them? Mm-hmm. So massaging that was the code word. Yeah, was like so a- in the transcripts, they kept asking. This these people and this is only two women, that's, by the way. That's the biggest problem. Yes, like you got that. all of this information. There are hundreds of these women. All of this information is coming from two women. Right. So we should understand that first of all, and second of all, in the transcripts, the attorney was like trying to lead the the um, the deposition a certain way, and Gouffre stops him and says, hey, it's very important for you to understand a couple things. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. One, Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell both gave the orders to massage. And two, you need to understand that when we say massage, we mean sex. Right. So that so when you guys hear them talking about massages, yeah, it was just massage. If you read the deposition, they yeah. what they're actually saying is Epstein told them or Ghislaine told them to go give them a massage, which Mm -hmm. meant, and she clarified later, whatever he wanted, Mm -hmm. whatever they wanted sexually, and then to report back on the sexual acts to Epstein and Ghislaine. So this is a point. If you want to go, go read the transcripts and you'll see what I'm saying, but I'm paraphrasing the context. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And, And here's the important thing, because like, I mean, on a more serious note, and I know we've covered this in the past, Andy, you and I both know people directly who have knowledge of this situation, um, and we were told exactly what this was from the get-go, and we've talked about it on CTI, right? Um, well, this is something that was also revealed during these documents, um, is the, the Mossad connection and how this was used as a blackmailing operation. 
Uh, Epstein list reignites suspension suspicion of the pedo financier was working for Mossad and blackmailing the elite with help of useful idiot Prince Andrew after meeting Israeli Prime Minister Eid Barak at least 36 times. Okay, um, Israel's former Prime Minister Eid Barak was identified in the bombshell dossiers Wednesday night. He served as Prime Minister from 1991 to 2001 after serving in the IDF for 35 years, rising to chief of general staff. Barack met with Epstein some 36 times and was pictured entering his Manhattan townhouse with a scarf around his face in 2016. Here's the picture. Okay, that's the picture. All right, the same day that a lot of young women were seen coming in and out of the residence that same day. Um, now, there's been a bunch of former Israeli spies that have come out openly and talked blatantly about how, yes, this was one giant honeypot entrapment operation gaining valuable compromise, which is blackmail, Let's okay, compromising material. Okay. All right. To blackmail political and business elites. Here's a video of one of those former spies saying this himself. Well, Ehud Barak was um, at some point head of military intelligence in Israel. Um, and uh, he apparently was very friendly with Epstein. And uh, yeah, he probably would have known about it. The problem, Ari, with your accusations and allegations are that you're not providing any evidence that Israel was part of uh, running Jeffrey Epstein. Well, again, again, Maxwell was working for Israel. The Epstein was working for Maxwell at the time, and he was introduced to Maxwell's daughter, and they were introduced to Israeli intelligence. Yeah, and he's referring so 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 Ghislaine Maxwell, who acted as Epstein's madame is also closely intertwined in the alleged honey trap operation. Her father, Robert Maxwell, a British newspaper magnate, is alleged to have been a Mossad agent and may have provided the link between Epstein and Jerusalem's intelligence agency. Like Epstein's alleged hanging while awaiting trial, Maxwell, this is Robert Maxwell, okay, his death on his yacht, the Lady Ghislaine, off the coast of Spain in 1991, has attracted suspicions of assassinations. Um, so there's that. Now, with all of this stuff going on, what is the left's response? It's not just, you know, oh, well, you know, here's an AI picture of Trump. No, no, no. That was something deeper. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Uh, this headline comes out. Trump got $7.8 million from 20 foreign governments while he was president. China tops list with $5.5 million at its hotels while Saudi Arabia and Qatar also forked for stays at property. Democrat report claims. This is their response. This is their response. And apparently, let me just read the article a little bit. After a years-long investigation by House Democrats have has concluded that Donald Trump raked in $7.8 million as president from countries including China and Saudi Arabia, despite the fury over the Constitution's um, emoluments clause during his tenure. The funds came through Trump Organization real estate holdings, even at a time when Trump stepped back from management of his financial empire, which is now the subject of a civil fraud trial in New York. Okay. Um, and it's everywhere. 
This is New York Times. Trump received millions for former government as president, report finds. House Democrats re- released evidence that he took in $7.8 million. Um, but here's the good part. Engaging in the kind of conduct the GOP is grasping to pin on President Biden. This is their response. No, that's not the same contact. It's not the what same What they're saying is that Chinese diplomats and agents of, a, of other governments stayed at his hotels. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when Which they he was not even managing, correct? Because they, he was president, and they didn't do so for free. They paid as paying customers. They didn't pay more. Of this man's. This would be like if I was president, mm-hmm. and the Chinese military, who I didn't like, was buying first form supplements and having them shipped to them. Exactly. Not paying more for those supplements. Not paying less for those. No, supplements. just buying them off my website. You're not sending them to them for free. Well, that wouldn't be the exact same thing because, based on the quality of First Form's products, that would give them a tactical advantage militarily. <laughs> I okay. could see that. That's, well, that, that's a fair argument. Yeah. You're, 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 Thanks for pointing that out. Now that they're all going to be yoked. That would yeah. be treasonous. It would be jacked and juicy <laughs> as fuck. That's a fact. Anyhow. <laughs> and definitely much, much more attractive. <laughs> so, but it's not the same thing at all. Correct. It's it's not the same, but well, this what, is their what, what they're trying to pin on Biden yeah. is what they have been trying to hide, which was information on the Hunter Biden laptop and from other sources that show that this man is operating a pay for play situation with fake companies, pe- yes. not real businesses, Correct. not real fucking physical businesses. Correct. It's a different thing entirely that's the response and oh yeah the trump allies fixate on jeffrey epstein documents despite few revelations yeah that, that was no big deal but trump got millions from china like that's their response yeah for right now mm-hmm. i don't know what's to come and what's going to be uh you know what what the next gut punch is but i think it's just interesting that after a years long investigation that nobody knew about somehow the report just comes out the same day as one of the biggest news stories of this year so far that's a massive coincidence, if you ask me. Well, with all of this, I think it's important to point out a few different things. One, this is two women out of hundreds of women, okay? Two, this is how they control everything. You guys wonder how they control everything. This is how they control everything. Like I've explained many times, a lot of people don't know what a honeypot is. This is This would be... Me and you, us three sitting at Las Vegas airport and so, or in, in a casino in Vegas and some dude walking up, it looks like Jeffrey Epstein, being like, hey guys, what's up, man? You want to go to my island? Like, I got my own plane. We get on it right now. And we go to this dude's island. We get there. They give us drinks. Fucking. You want a massage? Yeah, exactly. And these girls who are 16 but look like they're 26 are all around us. They film it all, and then you have whatever time you think you're having, and then, by the way, when you leave, they say, oh, yeah, by the way, that girl was fucking 16. Oh, and on top of it, uh, you're going to do everything we want. You're going to make every move we want. You're going to say everything we want. You're going to run your business the way we want, and if you don't, we're going to publish all this footage that we have of you. The, this footage exists, okay? And then on top of it, we have m- many, many, many people who would know these things saying that this was a Mossad CIA collaboration to control the narrative, which is how they control Hollywood. Why are all the Hollywood movies making woke movie, woke agenda shit? Why do they all say the same things? Why do the actors say the same things? Why, when COVID was going on, did all the actors say the exact same thing verbatim as if they got an email to say this? 
because they did. All right. So we have to understand, like when you look at like the the matrix, so to speak, this is how they've leveraged control over the matrix. That's something that people need to understand. But most importantly, in my opinion, what people need to understand is that you should be asking other questions around this Epstein situation. You should be asking, who are the other names? You should be asking, what did these people really do? You should be saying, where is the footage of this? You should be saying, why did they do this? You should be saying, and by the way, what the fuck else have you been keeping from us? And we as American people should be asking those questions, not just who are the rest of the names because we want to be a happy little puppy dog because they gave us some treats. You know, I see people celebrating this information, but in reality, this is just confirmation that all of these other things have been going on. So what else are they keeping from us? What else are they lying to us about? Those are the things Americans should be asking. Those are the things that they should be demanding because the reality is if we are ever going to have trust in our government or belief in this country ever again, there's going to have to be a full disclosure of information and accountability for the people that have committed these crimes. We We have drifted into a place where we are literally talking about the president of the United States, Bill Clinton, with underage girls. We are talking about a list a mile long of A-list Hollywood influencers, the richest, most powerful people in the world, media magnets, social media creators. Go down the list, bro. Anchors, actors, people of influence, people at their head of banks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that are all guilty, allegedly, possibly, depending on what the truth actually is, of being pedophiles, okay? That's where we are as a country. And we said this, a lot of us have been saying this for a long time. There's been people that have been talking about this for 20 plus years. And so now it finally comes out and people, instead of saying, holy shit, these conspiracy theorists were actually right, what else are they right about? They're saying, well, Sometimes he made them do sexual stuff. It was joking. It was actually a joke when he grabbed her boob. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh. this is what we're dealing with. Like, we are dealing with disgusting, corrupt criminality that is beyond the comprehension of a morally decent human being. And they're going to want... This is a test. What, what's going on here is a test. They are, they are floating out a few selected names to see what we're going to do because they know if we don't do anything about this, that it doesn't matter what they do. And it doesn't matter if they steal the next election. It doesn't matter if they flip the game table over. It doesn't matter if they, uh, you know, decide to eliminate Trump somehow. Like, bro, I wouldn't be surprised that if these, these people don't start, like if we, the people don't start standing up in mass in unity, it would be, it's a very reasonable expectation in my mind that they could legit just drone strike Mar-a-Lago and be like, yeah, we drone striked them for the good of the country. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I mean, I don't know if you guys caught Biden's new political ad. We got that? Oh, okay, we got cool. That. Well, we'll talk about that. But my point is, this is a test. And your performative outrage on the internet is not enough. It's not enough. It's real shit, man. Yeah, and if you want to know that if this situation is true... Look at the 
the movements of the world and the way things that have been going. And then like, let's just assume that it's true. Well, then the whole Israel situation makes a lot of sense, right? The U.S. backing Israel for no particular reason. Them, Nikki Haley shilling for Israel. On Bro, the- they have the whole government of the United States on a fucking blackmail list. By the ball. Yes. The, the reason these politicians suck on Israel's nuts so bad is is not just because they're Jewish or have dual citizenship. It's because the entire Israeli government has fucking infiltrated the United States system and has blackmailed dirt on every single one of these motherfuckers. Guys, tell us what you guys think. Let us know down in the comments. Uh, tell us what you guys think on this conversation. We need full disclosure. People yeah, need to yeah. call for full disclosure. This is not enough. This is not okay. It is not okay for, for anybody. I don't care if they're the president. I don't care if they're your neighbor to fucking fuck little kids and fuck with little kids. And that's that's being normalized across the globe. This will normalize it. Dude, no. Li- yeah, if nothing happens, this for sure. This will be the normalization so, of it. So, 100%, dude. You have politicians. Like, we covered that politician in Spain who was freaking out, screaming at the top of her lungs, saying that children had a right, just like you have a right, to sleep with whoever they want, regardless of what the age is. They've been trying to normalize pedophilia for the last number of years. And they've they've made it so it's like actually a conversation. There's actual terms about this. Like, there's a correct term. Minor attracted people. No, these people are fucking pedophiles, bro. And there's no difference between now or 20 years ago when we would have put these motherfuckers in a wood chipper. Well, that is real shit. Okay? And I don't... We, we are dealing... This has been happening. This is their system. This is how they've operated. And now we are in a situation where it's coming out, which is why they've tried so hard to normalize it because they've they're all guilty of it. All of these elite whack job fuckers, dude, if you go back in history to the Roman times and beyond that, these people were pedophiles at the top of the game, bro. That it it's was culturally. Accepted yes. Back then, and yeah. these people are, they still are, and they're doing it in our face now and we're not doing shit. Yeah. yeah guys, jump down in the comments. Tell us what you guys think. Let us know uh, what you guys think on this topic, but, uh. We got to keep this cruise moving. Let's keep this cruise moving straight to the comments. Cruise comment this week's comes from uh, Cutting in Idaho. Uh, they say, who's down here scrolling for Elaine's comment? <laughs> 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 what comment they talk about? No, I don't know. Oh, this one. I got it. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Elaine, we couldn't find you. Listen, we hope you, you know. Elaine Lee. Elaine Lee. One, two, three, four. Headline number two. And they're coming too. Better, better they're put, coming. Put your seatbelts on. <laughs> Don't lean that seat so far back. <laughs> Headline number two reads Harvard President Claudine Gay resigns amid deepening plagiarism scandal. Ooh. Sounds like racism to me. She's about to lose her job. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. so Harvard President Claudine Gay, she resigned on Tuesday uh, following anti-Semitism scandals at the Ivy League University, a disastrous congressional testimony, and scores of plagiarism allegations being unearthed in recent months. Her six-month tenure marks the shortest tenure in Harvard's history. So she was the first black president to be hired at Harvard and the first black president to get, re- get fired. <laughs> 
<laughs> Making fucking history over here. I like it. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so Gay's resignation, just six months and two days into her presidency, makes her tenure at Harvard the shortest in Harvard's history. According to a letter released by the Harvard Corporation, Provost and Chief Academic Officer Alan M. Garber will take over as interim president. Uh, Gay informed the Harvard community of her resignation in an email that says it has been, quote, frightening to be subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. Uh, this is just a couple of scripts from her um, weak ass resignation letter, you know, but what's all this stemming from? We covered a lot of this on CTI before um, it was about this plagiarism thing. Like, honestly, freedom of speech. I don't really care about, you know, the comments she made of the testimony. That's not the problem. The problem is, is that her entire academic career has been plagiarized. And this is supposed to be the person at one of the most prestigious institutions in this country leading the charge being the first, and she's fucking cheating. Great example, I think. Um, if you guys want to check out the full, um, all of the the comparisons, um, Christopher Rufo, he, he has a whole website. You guys can check it out. I'm sure we'll link it for you um, if you guys want to find all of the actual cases. Um, but all in all, there's over 40 cases of alleged plagiarism uh, with some new ones that just came out this past Monday. Um, but, yeah, so what does she do? In good old fashion. Pulls out the black card. Yep, pulls it out. Yeah. And, um, you know, so so Harvard did do an investigation, but, you know, they tried to keep that under the cover, under the rug, um, even saying that, quote, it must not be published. <laughs> so, um, and then that uh, Pritzker guy we were talking about, yeah, his cousin's on the board of this Harvard uh, Harvard whole, whole deal. Um, but, yeah, and, like, and, again, you have the mainstream media and the left trying to protect her. This AP uh, AP News article, the headline reads, Plagiarism charges downed Harvard's president. A conservative attack helped to fan the outrage. Right? Um, and just the, the intro, I mean, it makes me sick. Um, but it says, American higher education has long viewed plagiarism as a cardinal sin. Accusations of academic dishonesty have ruined the careers of faculty and undergraduates alike. The latest target is Harvard President Claudine Gay, who resigned Tuesday. In her case, the outrage came not from her academic peers, but her political foes, led by conservatives who put her career under intense scrutiny. So now it's only true depending on who it comes from. Like who it comes from and who it doesn't come from can make it less true. It doesn't make sense. Um, but yeah, so, so reviews by Harvard found... Mul- this, is, this is AP News assessment. Reviews by Harvard found multiple shortcomings in Gay's academic citations, including several instances of duplicative language. The university concluded the errors, quote, were not considered intentional or reckless and didn't rise to misconduct. But the allegations continued with new ones as recently as Monday. Now, here's one example I wanted to pull up. This is one example, okay? And this is as recent as 2017, Okay, this is not like, but this goes all the way back to 1999. Okay, Um, so what Gay wrote was, I also, I mean, you guys can fucking see it. I also construct a county level measure that captures the financial incentives developers have to build a rehabilitate affordable housing in the most impoverished places. And then this was pulled straight from what Friedman and Owens wrote in their article. Hold on. We as in what she wrote was what DJ said, and then what they wrote was an instrument for low-income housing development 
<clears throat> we construct a county level measure that captures the incentive developers have to build or rehabilitate affordable housing in certain tracks. Mm -hmm. It's the same exact thing. No, that like she didn't even try to cite it from the appropriate fucking authors. Well, that's that's not the way people do things anymore. I mean, it's like would, everybody makes their own 75 hard shit. And it doesn't you know, work. But that article, the good news is that article did get uh fact checked on 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 mm -hmm. X. Yeah. Um, with the uh, context, the readers added context session saying plagiarism is a breach of rules for Harvard University. They linked the source to that on Harvard's own policies. OK. Um, Claudine Gay was ultimately forced to resign for a series of breaches of this policy. Um, plagiarism or application of the rules around plagiarism, therefore, cannot be considered a weapon. Um, and yeah, she's uh, she's crying. But here's the crazy thing. So she resigns from president. She's still about to keep a million dollar salary. They're still gonna hire her on as a professor or adjunct professor. She'll still get paid. She will still get paid. Yeah. So disgraced Harvard president uh, Claudine Gay, who resigned on Tuesday, um, will stay stay on at the Ivy League University's faculty as a professor with a salary of at least nine hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. It 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 doesn't make sense, but it made me think. You know, this, this situation. This is not like a new situation right because this stuff happens all the time um you guys remember uh marilyn mosby right the attorney in the freddie day freddie gay case right um she's you know prosecuted all the officers in that freddie gay case did a fictitious uh investigation to the death of freddie gay lied on these officers all the officers got off and acquitted because of her um she was nominated as time magazine lady of i mean they did all the extra stuff and then when it came out that she lied about all of this she cried racism right or even here locally kim gardner it's the same story i do fucked up shit but because i'm black i'm fine it's bullshit what do we got on this guys this is standard operating procedure for anybody in a position of power who has been put in power because of dei and affirmative action standards this is what happens. That's the only You're reason. not good enough to have the fucking job. You got the job because of the color of your skin. And now when you don't get the job because you're not qualified because you lied about every motherfucking thing that you ever did, you blame white people. Right. It's racism. <laughs> white people, the only reason you got the job. <laughs> it's real shit. The only racism occurring is the fucking other races that didn't get the job because you happen to be black. Like, bro, I'm so sick of seeing this shit. But we got to have, like, that's the thing, though. We got to be able to have these conversations. Like, this is what we talk about when we talk about, you, you know, cannot criticize. Dude, listen, for the last 10 it. years, this is a common thing. You cannot criticize these people in any way, shape, or form. Otherwise, it's racism. This is what I was talking about during the intro. How can we fucking get any work done, create any real progress? Real progress, not your fucking progress talking about actually improving things, actually being the best, actually having a society that's based on meritocracy and who the best qualified candidate is. This, this shit is what creates racism. Mm -hmm. This is what creates it. This is what gets people resentful because certain races get preference and immunity from any sort of criticism whatsoever. Okay? And yes, they use these people, these, these people in positions of power will always defer responsibility and blame racism as the cause. It's, it's hap this has been going on for 20 years. This is nothing new. Listen, bitch, you fucking faked your whole career. 
anybody can become the president of Harvard if they're a good enough faker. You know, like, like, dude, what I can sit here and write all this shit I didn't write and fucking all these things, like, say all these things I didn't do. And, dude, it's disgusting. But to me, too, I think it also points to, I mean, this is another conversation we have on the show all, all, all the time. It's like, okay, so, like, I mean, and look at Harvard's response. This is supposed to be a prestigious Ivy League school, right? This just furthers the narrative, like, colleges these universities and colleges they're not doing they're not teaching you anything they're not they're not giving you any real valuable skills they're they're making you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for a very nice fancy piece of paper and they push you out into the real world where you've built no real expectations you have no real standards you have no real understanding of how the world actually fucking works you know because you never did anything your entire life that's exactly what i was going to say um it means know, nothing the the Harvard degree or any Ivy League school de degree, the reason it's valuable is because of the perception of value. You know, it's it's the credibility of of the university. Look who went here. Right. They don't. Harvard doesn't realize how badly they are ruining their credibility and therefore devaluing their their uh, diplomas. And now less people are going to go to your school. You're, you're, that's going to ruin your income as a as an institution. They don't care. They got a fifty billion dollar endowment, bro. They don't give a shit. They don't require. They don't work on cash flow. Here, here's what. Here's the fucking problem with this. the The real Ivy League situation is not about education at all. It's a fucking rich kids club that they're trying to get into. The reason mm -hmm. people send their kids to fucking Harvard and Yale and Cornell is not because of the quality of the education. It's because all the other rich kids go there and they all get to know each other and then they all jerk each other off the rest of their lives doing business together and fucking colluding against the common person mm -hmm. in every way, shape, or form. That's the truth of Ivy League education. All these different levels. Yeah, all it's not about preparing anybody for fucking anything. It's no. about cultural alignment and relationship building of the haves to collude against the have-nots. And that's what the fuck this is. These people are fucking assholes. That's what they are. They're elite, rich, blue blood fucking assholes. And because they feel the white guilt and the guilt of, you know, oh, well, they've created all this DEI shit, and now they, they're in a situation where they have to prop up people who are minorities into a situation of power to look virtuous to everybody else because it's politically appropriate. This These people don't give a fuck about the grades they get. They don't care about knowledge. They care about looking a certain way to certain people so that those people will work with them and give them fucking money. That's what the fuck this is about. It's always been about that. And, and dude, you're correct. The smartest people in the world are actually the dumbest people in the world because they assume they know everything. People who go, like, do you guys know anybody? I know a lot of people who went to Harvard, and I know a lot of people. Gina went to Harvard. She's smart yeah. as fuck. Who? Gina, who was on the show. Yeah, Bonte Bonte yeah. yeah. But yeah. she'll be the first person to say that. That what I'm saying is true. Yeah. Yeah. And, bro, but I'm telling you this. Nine out of ten people I know that went to an Ivy League school are fucking assholes. Mm. They're fucking cocky fucks. And they don't know shit about shit, but they think they know everything. That's the reality. That's the truth. And if you went there and that's you, I'm sorry about it, bro. You're not a genius because you got a piece of paper. You went and followed directions of a bunch of other assholes, which got you awarded this little gold star that you fucking hang your dick on and think that you're better than everybody about. So fuck you. That's how I think. I'd rather hang out with fucking plumbers. Those are my kind of people. Nope. True. 
It's real shit. It's just, I mean, like, but and like I said, it's very. I fucking easy. hate these people, bro. Well, that's the thing, man. It's like it's very easy to get like, you know, sucked into that emotional manipulation that they want you guys to get into. You just have to understand, like, listen, this is the, she. Dude. This woman is not representative. Hold on. Of this country. Hold on. She's a piece of shit. Hold on. How the fuck is it racism if you lied about your entire academic career and your credentials? And then you get called out for it, and then now it's a conservative attack, or it's racial, uh, you know, whatever she said, animus. Yeah. But, bro, th this is bullshit, mm -hmm. okay? And any fucking black person that says, yeah, this is racism, you're full of shit, too. Yeah. Now, the only thing I will say on this plagiarism, and I think we actually covered it, we did, we did cover it. Here, here, here's the thing, and, like, I mean, I'm not saying that this is okay, right, but wrong is still fucking wrong. But this is also the the game that they play when it comes to this black man. Oh, yeah, we'll let you be the press. Like, you don't think Harvard knew 20 fucking years ago that this woman was plagiarizing stuff? You don't think they knew? No, they knew. They just hoping it would never come out. Knew. Yeah. It's not even just that. They knew, like, okay, yeah, go ahead and make sure you push for these different agendas and narratives and, you know, DEI initiatives. Yeah, make Dude, sure you continue to play the narrative. Let's... Because look at this fucking look at this lady's fucking face. Yeah, they all okay? have the same one. Hold on. Look at her fucking face. Look at her fucking face. Smug. They're all smug as fuck, bro. You know why they're so smug? Because they know that they can do and say fucking anything and not be held accountable. Mm -hmm. They do not give a fuck. And this is not just because they're black. Mm -hmm. If you go watch Bill Clinton's interview where the interviewer asked him about his association with Epstein and he fucking gr grins and smiles. Mm -hmm. And dude, these people are out of fucking control, dude. They are not checked with reality. They are not subject to the laws that you and I are all subject to or the rules or any of the fucking cultural standards. They get to live in their own world. They get to do whatever they want and they dare you to fucking say or do anything about it. Well, That's this, where we are. And this is why it goes back to personal excellence because, you know, if they're daring us, then, you know, we have to be the types of people that could do something about it. And if we're not, then they're just going to keep getting away with it and we're going to sit here talking on Instagram about how annoyed we are by it and that's going to be the extent of it. It's yeah. just going to get worse and I worse agree, and dude. Worse. I agree with you. And I made my semi- fucking decade trip to the grocery store and it ain't looking good no I'll tell no. you that i saw a bunch of people that look fat as shit that fucking would not be capable of holding anybody accountable whatsoever and their kids are going to be even worse yes even worse because it's a lifetime of it and i mean i've gone into restaurants i don't know how many times and seen kids with their ipads and their headphones you know not interacting with anybody just in their little world because they're trying to, their parents are trying to get them to shut up so that they can go watch their Netflix or whatever they want to do. <laughs> it's just a perpetual cycle of just mediocrity and consumerism. And if it do, if the buck stops with us, like if it doesn't stop with us, then it's just going to be a, a slave generation after slave generation until. Listen, you know, you know what drives you know what drives cultural change? Cool. What's cool? What's cool? People want to do what's cool. They want to yep. be cool. They want to. For for the longest time, the last twenty years. They've tried to make all this shit cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool to be a feminist. It's cool to fucking, you know, me too. It's cool to be with, uh, you know, the propping up of one race of the country and the, the slandering of another, no matter what. It's cool to be anti-capitalism. Uh, it's cool to hate on the rich people. It's cool to hate people that want to achieve. 
they made this cool. Okay, and now the result is what we're seeing in society. We have people, we have the most mediocre, most disgusting, unhealthy society that I believe we probably ever had in this country and probably that's ever existed in the world. Like, I doubt people in the history of Earth have ever been as fat and as fucking lazy and as useless as, as a large percentage of the humans on this planet right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, throughout history, it's impossible. Yeah, because you actually had to fucking work to survive. Right. We were just having this conversation in the locker room talking about the the concept of cool because there were two reasons why people weren't pieces of shit back in the day. One, you couldn't be because you die. Yeah. And then two, you had like the reason that people would sacrifice for others and be selfless and all those other things is because of religion. You know, they, the fear of God would force you to do things that you otherwise otherwise would. Nobody's do. afraid of God anymore. Right. Nobody's afraid of God anymore. Yeah. So the only way to convince people to like when we're talking about like branding and trying to get people to to, you know, do the right thing for the right reasons. Right. Because we talk about personal development. Right. But, you know, getting money for the sake of getting money isn't cool getting things for the sake of getting things isn't cool getting getting the biggest muscles for the sake of getting the biggest muscles isn't that cool well it is cool to people now but to me to me and you who are trying to f- save the fucking world it's not that cool because right. it doesn't accomplish right you're, you you got the right thing for the wrong those are reason. byproducts of the mission right exactly you got the right thing for the wrong reason so we were having this conversation in the locker room how do we get people to do the right thing for the right reason and the answer is make it cool because yeah. they don't have to anymore and they don't have the fear in God making them do the right thing. So how do we do it? We have to make it cool. This is how, this is why this is why when people say pornography is a weapon and it goes over people's heads, mm-hmm. like it goes over people's head. Listen, dude, men have gone to war. They have built civilizations and burned them down over naked women. Mm-hmm. Real talk. It's the most motivating fucking factor to a testosterone-filled man is the approval and the appreciation and the 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 admira- admiration of women. Well, that, what is it? Have you, have you seen 300? Uh, yeah. Remember when he, kick, when he kicks him into the yeah. into the pit? What's the first thing he does before he kicks him? He asks his wife. He turns to his wife and looks and yeah. she nods. Yeah. Bro, listen. Pornog- this is why pornography is a part of the is a part of the fucking problem in a real way. Like it's real talk. And if you go back and listen to me talk about and by the way, I didn't give a fuck about this for most of my life. Most of my life, I was like, bro, who fucking cares? It doesn't fucking matter. Like, you watch some porn, who cares? Blah, blah, blah. When you really understand what the fuck they're doing with the chemicals in the water and the chemicals in the food and the removal of testosterone from men and then the over-availability of being able to see any kind of woman you want naked, literally in yeah. 10 seconds. There was scarcity to that. Yes, there, yeah. it's, it's a Google of naked women right. on the internet, bro. And now it's past, it's gone past that. And it's, you could see naked women that you know for $5, mm-hmm. okay? So we all we all sit here, a lot of us who are, because I am, I'm, I'm a live and let live person. I'm a person that's like, dude, you know, whatever, dude. If that's them, let them do them. The problem with that is, is that we're not realizing what that's doing to men in terms of suppressing their greatness, in terms of suppressing their ability to be driven and create and build and conquer and do all the things that men are built to fucking do in the world. And that's all intentionally being weeded out of us for the purpose of control. And that's not conspiracy theory. That's an actual conspiracy. It's common sense, right? Like what do what have men historically done? Reproduced and fight. 
So what do they do? They put you in front of a video game where you fight and become the greatest character that you can become, which is what you're actually supposed to do in real life, by the way. Yeah. And then they give you porn, which is taking your sexual uh, pro, uh, uh, drives and drive, desires drive and to reproduce. You put them in a sock. And right. And perpetuate the species. And then you right into a sock. And it's it just it, it takes the the inherent things that are within men who, by the way, are the only real threat to any, tyranny to, to tyranny yeah. uh, and redirecting that in a direction that Bro, is empty. These motherfuckers in 1774, 1775, and 1776 couldn't pick up their phone and look at naked girls. You know what I'm saying? They could. They Listen, dude, we live in a very and then you and then you throw on top of that. OK, let's throw on top of that as something else that didn't exist then and hasn't existed ever which is the self-glorification of social media, all right? Now, instead of living for a cause or, or a culture or a code, people live for themselves, right? They live for likes, they live for shares, they live for attention. And they spend most of their time figuring out how to promote themselves to get more of it, all right? When you're so focused on yourself, how can you be focused on any cause? How can you be focused on anything that's actually important? You see what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, we have all of these things that, you know, people get confused whenever I say this is a weapon or that's a weapon. Like, cancel culture is a weapon. Political correctness as an ideology is a weapon. The uh, silent majority, that's a weaponized concept and specifically introduced by the people who are not on the side of Donald Trump. Okay? These are all weapons. Porn is a fucking part of the weapon. The removal of testosterone, that's another part of the weapon. Social media and self-glorification is part of a weapon. Video games are Video weapon. games, cheap entertainment, that's part of the weapon. The, the, the removal of God and the family unit intentionally is part of the weapon. And like, dude, we have to understand this. Like, we have to come to an understanding as Americans right now, that's the, and, and as people of the world, of what we are actually what is actually happening to us? It is not an accident. This is not just a bunch of random shit that Andy is tying together as some sort of conspiracy. No, this is actual intentional removal of threats from the people who are oppressing and crushing you on a daily. This is why you can't afford your anything. This is why you can't get ahead. This is why you pay so much tax and you can't do shit about it. This is why. Because you're participating in the fucking matrix, bro, and you're unaware of it. You know, people are like, why are you so hard on these people? Because, bro, they're not listening or thinking at all. They're complete. Bro, you know that part in the matrix where the dude goes back into the matrix because he's like, fuck, it's too hard outside. Exactly, yeah. Right? Like the most of these people that aren't saying shit or doing shit are that guy. I have those moments sometimes. A hundred percent, dude. Think, like it, it, it sounds if because I used to live that way. You understand what, what I'm saying, though? I'm what I'm saying is people are choosing ignorance on purpose because That's it's easier. Hundred percent. Yes. Thousand percent. Like I, I've lived on both sides of it. I have been the, I have been the plugged in Matrix guy in every way, shape, and form. And you know, we all were. We, we grew in. We were born into it. Right. And so now that I, now that I'm outside of it, and we're, and we're doing what we're doing trying to make things actually better like there are times where you know i sit there and i'm like fuck it was a lot easier when i was just playing video games well like, they see you know what they say about ignorance it's bliss right that's right right but it's not easier it's not easier because your entire 
every everything around you burns. You know, it feels easier because you're doing whatever you want to do and you're, you know, distracting yourself with all these different things. But in reality, your life is burning. It's very easy to sit there and play video games, but when you take your headset off, your life still sucks. You know, as soon as the dopamine stuff goes away, your life still sucks. Yeah. All your relationship sucks. You don't have any money in your bank account. You're completely out of shape. Is it actually bliss? It's not. No, it's not. That's real shit, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think. Jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments. Let me just say this, too, because you deserve this. I appreciate that as a, because one of the things, Matt's much younger than me. How old are you? 27. And you're how old? 28. It makes me have hope hearing that from people like you. That's where I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. And I know there's, a, we've talked about some of the other young influencers that are out here that we both respect. Um, I'm going to make a better, I'm going to do a better job of including some of these younger people to, to share this platform with this next year. It's one of my main goals. You know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm done with the fucking entrepreneur crowd. Like if you're an entre quote unquote entrepreneur, you fuck or fuck, you're not coming on. I'm just being real. Okay, you're not coming on. If you're a young man who's living it, who's culturally trying to fix the other young men, open invite, bro. Put me, come in my DMs, tell me who the fuck you are. But you better have a real following and you better be doing shit. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to right thing for the wrong reason versus right thing for the right yeah. reason. I have a following, other yeah. guys have followings. Yeah. But we're doing it for two entirely different reasons. Correct. Some people are personal development people. I am a culture person. Yes, you are. This is the reason we connect. Because there's an actual mission at hand. Yep. Ritual shit, man. Well, I just appreciate you, man. Thank just you. So you know. You too, DJ. Oh. Yeah. I appreciate you, Andy. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> All right. Headline number three. Let's bring this uh, cruise to a close. Headline number three. Um, this is just more, I guess we can almost do this as like a final thoughts on just the whole show. I wanted to just say this because I've been seeing this uptick in trends, right? It's 2024, guys. I f I'm starting to feel like that big red button. I mean, maybe this is, might just be the, the start of it, but this racial divide, they are trying so hard. I don't think it's going to work this time. I don't think so either. Yeah. I got I got some stuff to say. Listen, that, the only it's reason it's worked in the past, bro, is because most white people are fucking scared to death to say anything. Well, that, and we, I think and, that's different now. Well, it's the, I mean, there's a couple of reasons. I think and I also think, I also think that the majority of black Americans are realizing what's going on and they're not with it either. That, that, that's the, that's yeah. the thing. And it's like, and we're feeling the pains of our decisions right yeah, now. Right? right. And I think that's a, that's a really, really big waking. Um, but there is so much BS that they are pushing right now. It's 2024. We got election season coming up. They did the exact same play in 2020, right? It's important that we are aware of the attempts and we, we call them out again, speak the truth when we see the bullshit. Now, wait, hold on before you move on. Yeah. It is also important to notice how fucking handsome we both look in this slide. I like I'm that. just saying. No, we look we like look. we should get back to this shit. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. Fucking turn the internet off. Let's all get some cool ass clothes. Let's go around cutting the heads off of fucking tyrants and putting them on sticks and having a good fucking time. The powder wigs were a no go though. Yeah. We're not doing those yeah, yet. No, I'm happy with the no wigs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got, I, I'm I'm starting to like my gray a little I bit. Got shit I think for the week to stick yeah, to. See, like this <laughs> this shit over here, like this. I'm starting to like this. Shit. A little salt and pepper. Yeah, I'm starting to like this. Like that's a good look. I mean, we look like a couple of bad motherfuckers that are about to fucking cut the heads off of you, motherfuckers. Very domestic. Yeah. Very domestic. Bro, Bro, I just, these is that Virginia? Like I want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
I can they, feel it. They, they fear a man that wears that. Dude. Spe- well. <laughs> I can't say anything. But yeah, so that's what Headline 3 is about. That is a great outfit, man. That is a great outfit. That is just hard as fuck. Like, you, you would not fuck with two guys wearing that shit. I, got, I like my chain. Hold on, bro. If two dudes walked in a bar dressed like that, <laughs> hold on, hold on, bro. Everybody would laugh at first until yeah. they realized they weren't fucking around. And then everybody would be like, fuck. These dudes don't give a fuck. Yeah, they ain't saying shit. <laughs> They're going to start coming over, taking pictures. Getting drinks. Yeah. Buying drinks. That's right. We're going to, you know what? That sounds like a nice experiment. Let's see how people treat certain people that are dressed a certain way. Ooh. I kind of like it. Social experiment. Let's do it. Yeah. I think um, your outfit is nicer than mine, though. Well, I think mine is just the chain, but see, you got no. You it's got the tie the too, hair. bro. But see, I like the chest hair. We could switch. I, I mean, I wore yours. They both look mine. good. That's what I'm. We're saying. about the same size, bro. I just like the. I yeah. like. I like how your like. I like the the taco meat. Being I kind of like the unbuttoned look too. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely more pimp. Just saying. Headline number three reads. That's a couple of them. Let's just go through these. Just showing the the images of what we got. Black Americans. Would feel the sting of Republican budget cuts proposals. This is one. Just an example. Well, like they haven't been feeling the sting for 60 fucking years. They've been voting Democrat. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact. Um, Or like this this fucking, I think he's like the new. uh, What do you really want to say about him? Oh, this guy? Yeah. Fuck this fuck. Oh, I can't. (laughs) What I really want to say. We have to cut the cameras for that one. Yeah, just goes go to commercial break real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mr. Ibram X. Kendi. That's not even in the motherfucker's name. Henry Rogers. Yes. Henry Rogers, okay, accuses Mr. racist Rogers. mob of being behind Claudine Gay's resignation. No. Why do they all pick these names, bro? Why do all the activists no, pick these fucking crazy-ass names? Well, hold on. Motherfucker, why, why you're you not Malcolm me? X. Why are you asking me? Hold on. Because th- those are your people, bro. <laughs> they ain't my fucking people. This is your people. I don't know Henry. Yes. Bro, first of all, Henry grew up. Let me tell you a little that bit That was about the Henry. most racist thing I ever said in the show. That those are those your people. people. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, but no, but listen. I'm graduating. He's not, bro, because guess what? Here's the thing. These people don't come from where I come from. People, no, they, this motherfucker probably comes from a class, two-parent household. They're probably white parents. parents. You know, they're, they're still married. They love each other deeply, right? And not only that, he went to one of the best high schools in the country. Bro. Went to one of the listen, best colleges in the country. It's performative theater. This motherfucker don't struggle it's at all. It's performative theater. Exactly. It's why that dude from Kentucky or Tennessee, that senator, the state senator. The, the who, I have a dream guy. Yes. Who they all, it's like, dude, they, they believe they're in the real civil rights movement. They don't understand. This has already happened, bro. We've already had the civil rights movement. And when they've convinced all these young people, and dude, you know how they convinced them this? They stopped desegregation programs. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, they had desegregation, which which meant they t- brought in kids from the city and from the county and they put them in the schools together, yep. which was awesome. Because bro, I like real talk, I had never seen a black person in my whole life until I went to fucking school. Mm-hmm. So like, how am I supposed to know and like operate or or be friends with or learn the or culture and these cultural values. yes how how do you know if you never see it so then they ended intentionally my senior year of high school they stopped that shit here in st louis intentionally i don't know if they're doing it again or not they should but they stopped that and dude a whole generation of kids grew up without ever learning how to interact with people that were different than them 
you know and and so now you have all these these dudes who think they're fucking Malcolm X out here bro because you went to an all black school yes, being, man. A, being oppressed by who though the white man no, didn't go to that school. Like, I, it doesn't I, make sense. I, bro, I know it doesn't make doesn't sense. doesn't make sense. And, like, and like, so we got these headlines, but I want to say- I'm so sick video. of race shit, dude. Ra- race shit is low IQ level shit. Like, dude, if you really think about race when you're talking to someone or meeting someone, like, this is why they call all the jokes that we make on each other racist. And so they try to make all the comedy and all the human bonding and relationships that we have fucking- offensive so that we can't even bond with each other bro we can't even like like dude take one of these fucking 20 something white kids that never was in school and like interview them on the street like about black that nope oh they would shut down in front of me like it's the same thing you were saying about white people being like oh are you proud to be white oh mm-hmm. <laughs> nah of course not do right. you love fried chicken yeah like they shut down yeah they well shut down i'm right. just saying dude like race is stupid it is we stupid. do, we do legit. But they're trying to bring it now. Back we up. talk about it a lot on the show, but we talk about it because we're identifying the problem. Yeah. But in real life, dude, this shit is stupid. It is. It doesn't fucking matter, bro. I don't give a fuck if you know, like, bro. When I Syed and I make fun of each other, I'm making we're making I'm making fun of his Indian shit. I hate Syed, but not because he's Indian. <laughs> it has nothing to do with him. Yeah, being brown. but like, what I'm saying is, bro, this is a, when we talk about weapons. This is part of the they're weapon. Part of it, man. Part of the weapon is. Don't let people bond. Don't let people joke around. Don't let people be friendly. Otherwise, it's racism. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. This is why, dude, this is why Dave Chappelle is so good for the world and com- comedians are so good for the world because, dude, they say the shit everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. That's why they laugh their fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. They're 100%, man. But uh, like I said, they're, they're about to go into this big push and we just can't fall for it. Um, you mentioned a few times Biden's new campaign video. Have you seen it yet? Nope. It's sickening. It's it's it's, it's pretty bad. It's sick. Uh, so this was the tweet. Uh, uh, the tweet reads, all of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? And remember, the answer is they'll do anything. Right. Watch this commercial and then think about what they are truly willing to do to stop Donald Trump from being president. No, the video. Is this is insane. They are just when you watch this, dude. They are justifying the level of fuckery that they are about to bestow on this country. They always tell you first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's the exclusive video right here on Real AF. Here's the clip. I've made the preservation of American democracy the central issue of my presidency. I believe in free and fair elections and the right to vote fairly and have your vote counted. There's something dangerous happening in America. There's an extremist movement does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now, what will we do to maintain our democracy? History's watching. The world is watching. Most important, our children and grandchildren will hold us responsible. The Vice President and I have supported voting rights since day one of this administration. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. America is still a place of possibilities where the power resides with we the people that's our soul we are the united states of america there is nothing beyond our capacity when we act together i'm joe biden and i approve this message there's a movement growing in this country of people who do not share our beliefs when he says democracy he means communism 
That's what people don't understand. If you go read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, which is a book that Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and all of these pieces of shit fucking love, it will talk about how they use deceptive language to convince people of things that aren't actually true. Democracy means communism and these people's language. When they use it. Yes. Yeah. Democracy does not mean what you think it means. It means mob rule. It means communism. It does not mean taxation without representation. It does not mean the basic fundamental realities that this country was founded upon. These people are fucking tyrants. They are the exact people that our constitution warned us about. Mm -hmm. These these people are the exact people of that. Yeah. Now, here's the good news. One little uh, final little piece of context here uh, to counter all of this nonsense. Uh, this headline reads, the Democrat Party is done in Chicago, and that's a fact. Black Chicagoans vow to flip Chicago red for 2024 election over migrant crisis. Want to meet Trump. Here's the video. Within the last couple of weeks or months, we've been hearing a lot from the black residents of Chicago, and specifically that of Mark Carter, who has been very instrumental in speaking out against the migrants going into Chicago and taking up all yep. the resources, right? Find that guy resources and get him on the away show. from right. the black community. Now, recently I did a video about him and others saying that they want to have a conversation with Trump. They invited the Republicans to go and speak with them. Now, this video I'm about to show you, it was actually three black gentlemen on there, but Mark Carter, I'm gonna show you his segment where, you know, he and the other uh, men were at a homeless encampment. They were talking about the issues that black Chicagoans are facing, of course, homelessness and all of that. And they're basically saying we are paying to be homeless because a lot of, well, you know, people pay taxes, right? And so you're paying taxes, but the money is not going to help you. It's actually going to help other people or helping other people that are going into Chicago. It is said that by the end of this year, if not more, it's going to be about $300 million allocated toward helping the migrants in Chicago alone, right? And so Mark said this. Check it out. American citizens, American children who are already struggling uh, academically, you're going to bring in, bring in a new group of children, a new group of people, take those resources away from Americans to accommodate this new group of people? That is going to make, the children are going to fall, fall further behind. Unemployment is going through the roof. Poverty, crime, this is going to impact our communities across this city to the point to where violence, murder, robbery is going to spike. Not just with Americans, but also with these people coming here. 3,000 illegal immigrants are living in this factory, almost, what, what a half a block long? And this is going to transcend into public housing, uh, they keep saying that there will be no public housing for illegal immigrants. That's not true. So we pay to be homeless, basically, now as United States citizens. We're going to flip Chicago red. The Democratic Party is done in Chicago, and that's a fact. By summer, you think it's a lot of them coming in. You watch the uprising. Here's another clip, just to follow up. This was uh, him being interviewed by the war room. This is what he had to say. Hey, we sent we sent it a direct message, and we asked Trump to come to Chicago, come here and walk these streets with us, and we'll put thousands behind him as he walks the streets, and that's a that's a fact, that's a promise. Fantastic. Uh, We're gonna pitch that to him. What we got, guys? <clears throat> I think it's great to see. You know, if you would have said that three years ago, you'd be called a racist. Mm -hmm. 
You know, when I said that they were going to import all these migrants to replace the black voters, I was called fucking white supremacist. Fucking by everybody. Okay, this, this it's great to see. I'd love to have that guy on the show and talk to him about what he's doing. Yeah, we're, I'm going to reach out to him. We'll, yeah. we'll get him here. That's when we talk about earlier in the show when I asked Andy, you know, what does unity look like? It's not more than just agreeing on things. It's doing what this guy's doing. Yeah. It's actually going out in the world and informing these people and letting them know, you yeah. know, because not spewing your rhetoric on, on the internet does not accomplish anything because we've become accustomed to, to seeing it. Mm -hmm. So, Oh, another day in America. Mm -hmm. But when you do what this guy is doing and go out and actually physically try to make a difference, it will, it will make a difference. So men like this are, are, what they fear the most, mm -hmm. the, the guys that are willing to walk away from their computers and their phones and actually go out in the world and make something happen and put themselves at risk because you know, they're watching this guy now. Oh yeah. There's no doubt. He's speaking out on all the right issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pluto's to this guy. Like I, said, I mean, with so much going on, I think the, the, the best thing about all of this is that we are starting to get a, a real genuine temperature check on where Americans are standing. This is where Americans are standing. Where are all the people that are for Biden's message? I've never seen Where, where are those people? Where are the people at his rallies? Where are the people- He hasn't even had one yet. That's correct. I'm just pointing something out. Where are the people rallying for Joe Biden? Where are the people um, you know, showing up to see him speak? Where, like Every time you see Joe Biden going through anywhere, it's literally Trump supporters heckling him. Mm -hmm. Okay? The, they're, they're trying to manufacture- a quote unquote following and they're still doing it and they're going to get worse about it on social media, but nobody's buying it anymore. Like <clears throat> there's no real following for these people and dude, they're going to fucking do whatever they got to do to fucking maintain power because they understand what accountability looks like for them. And that's what people should be worried about in 2024. If, if this guy gets reelected, if he's even, if it even gets to that point, but this is, this is a, if you have questions about the last election, you know, I can understand how you could have questions about it. But if this guy gets reelected, there's no question anymore. Yeah. There's no way this guy is popular enough to get any number of votes that's going to get him. No, they're going to cheat, bro. Right. They're going to cheat in front of your face. And if they don't cheat in front of your face, what they'll do is they'll probably kill Trump and then let one of these other people in. One of their approved people. Nikki Haley. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's who they're all positioning behind. Yep. Guys, jump in on this conversation down in the comments. Let us know what you guys think. Dude, people got to really rally behind and, and put away this, this shit. Like, all this shit that we've been indoctrinated with and conditioned to and told and propagated to that the other side is out there. Look, dude, there's only one side that I can see. And I don't, I don't see... The only people I see still with this shit are legit delusional people. Can't be or, or people... And we don't even know that they're real because I don't know anybody in real life, bro. I've talked to my Democrat friends, all of them. I've talked to people who are legitimately progressive and who like would not talk anything going on in the world with me because of our, our differences were so far apart. And they all agree Joe Biden is fucking trash. Mm -hmm. And then they understand that he's corrupt and they understand that he's causing all these problems intentionally. So if all of those people understand that, why are we not getting together? Why are we not working together? Because it's always followed by a but. 
your guy's worse. Yeah, well, it's 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 not true. Right, it's not. And, and dude, these these I, these images that they try to paint of, you know, mobs and and racists and KKK and all this shit they tell you that's all bullshit. That's bullshit. We could take images from Black Lives Matter and make a commercial the other way, and it would look way worse. It would look way worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, this, and I'm sure Trump's gonna fucking do that. No, he's gonna handle that. Yeah, sure. I mean. The, the problem is, bro, is that we have people, like you said, who are they're, they're so into their own position that they refuse to admit that they've been fooled or been manipulated or been lied to when all of us have been fooled, manipulated and lied to. There's just a certain percentage of the population that's unwilling to face it. And until they decide to face it, there's going to be very little opportunity for us to come together because, dude, we have to come together. And this is a this is a this is a legit American and human problem across the world um, that has to be resolved through unity and, and discussion and understanding that those people that they, t whoever they tell you the enemy is, is not your enemy. Mm -hmm. It's, it's them. That's the enemy. The people who are telling you who the enemy is, is the enemy. That's the enemy. Yeah. And we have to all come to understand that that's reality, bro. The, the enemy is not white people. It's not black people. It's not Democrats. It's not Republicans. It's not, this or that or whatever. It's not gay straight. Like it, it is literally the people, we the people versus a very fucking rich, very powerful, very corrupt mechanism that apparently likes to fuck kids, okay, who are, who are preaching to us moral points of discussion and telling us who we are and the quality of people that we have. We have Hillary Clinton calling people deplorables. How long has Hillary Clinton known that Bill Clinton liked them young? I'll tell you, uh, here's a hint. A long time. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and she has the audacity to stand in front of the United States of America's people and call the rest of us deplorables? Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Uh, but that being said, let's get to our final segment of the show. As always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. This is where we bring a headline up. It'll get one of those two options. And so with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads. Mom's video of her husband in a tutu at daughter's dance recital hits all the right notes. Yeah, so let's dive into it. So uh, Fox News article reading when it was, quote unquote, strongly suggested to Tony Papal that he wear a tutu to accompany his three year old daughter in her very first dance recital. He was hesitant. Quote, at first, I didn't want to. I'm already a big guy and didn't want to bring more attention to myself, Tony Papau of Glenwood, Illinois, told Fox News Digital. Quote, I also didn't want my daughter to be confused as to why I was wearing one. Um, but at the encouragement of his wife, his daughter's dance instructor, and ultimately his daughter, Willow, Tony Papau, went along with the plan. Here's video. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Let's be jolly, let the halls with 
That is a big dude. Well, yeah, I mean, he, that's he, a big dude. He's six yeah. five. Yeah, he's. Uh, they got it in here somewhere. Yeah, I don't six think anybody's gonna say shit, bro. You're big enough. No one's gonna say shit. Right. <laughs> and he's Samoan. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely don't fuck with Samoans. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a that was cool. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Like, look, dude. This is total. This is acceptable cross dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you actually you wanted to put that motherfucker tutu on, dude. Yeah, it looks good on you, man. No, I, I think I thought he did a good job. I, mean, yeah. he, I like he's just draw the, the line. Let's draw the line there. No, he kept the chain just yeah. to remind motherfuckers. I'm still hard. <laughs> I still got it. Yeah, I do this exact same thing. Yeah. So what, what we got on this guy's? I mean, what? Who the fuck's gonna say anything? This dude. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this guy does whatever the fuck he wants, bro. <laughs> this dude takes your fucking French fries and you don't do shit. Here, have some more. <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. <laughs> hey, to me, there's nothing more masculine than ma- than making a fool of yourself for your family. Yeah, so, I I think it's cool too, bro. Yeah, like real talk. Like, I mean, that video was cool, and and I think like look how happy that little girl is. No, mm-hmm. she'll remember yeah. that for the rest of her life. Yeah. So yeah. will he. <laughs> well, it's living on the internet. That's yeah, for sure. No, that was cool, man. <laughs> well, guys, Andy, Matt, that's all I got. Yeah, guys. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming on the show, man. Absolutely. It's great to see you. You guys will uh, you guys will see Matt on a Monday's Q&F, Q&AF as well. So um, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a pole, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold bag. Booted swole, got her on bank road, can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.